welcome to the Midlife with Careers podcast. I'm your host, Kim Benoit, and every week I share stories of women just like you, amazing women over 40 who have found their courage to live life on their terms. These beautiful women have found the confidence to take on midlife like rock stars. They share their stories to inspire and encourage you to find your courage, build your confidence, and start living every moment. Remember, if you enjoy this podcast, please remember to show me some love and leave a review. Now, let's get started. Hey, everyone. I just wanted to take a minute and tell you I'm so excited because the 2024 Soul Planner is coming out. As of today, you can go ahead and by your own soul planner. I love the soul planner. I've been using it for four or five years now, and I love it because it keeps me motivated throughout the year. I keep using it, which has not always happened in the past. I usually would get a planner and then just kind of, it kind of went by the wayside, but not this one. It's the soul planner. It's awesome. When you get it, you have There's sections in there that help you break down your goals for the whole year, and then you break them down even farther into quarters and weeks. And it's a wonderful way to keep yourself motivated, set those goals, keep your eyes on those goals, and stay motivated. So if you want to get your soul planner, there's a link in the show notes. You can go ahead and click on that. I will tell you that is an affiliate link, so I get a little bit of reward from that, but it does not cost you any more to go through that link. You could also find the link find the link on my website, midlifewithcourage.com. And on the resources page there, if you scroll down, you'll see the link to the soul planner. So check those out. There's three great options and I think you're going to love it. In the meantime, enjoy this episode of Midlife with Courage. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Midlife with Courage. I'm Kim Benoit, your host, and I'm so happy to have you here. I'm also very happy to have my guest here today. Her name is Kelly Mashton. Welcome to the podcast, Kelly. Thank you, Kim. It's so much fun to be here. (laughs) I'm so excited to talk to you. So Kelly is an author, a speaker, and a wellness advisor, and we're going to talk about all that. But Kelly, why don't you kind of tell us a little bit about you and where in the world you are? Gotcha. Fabulous. Thank you. Uh, I am a mother, a business owner. I have two kids. In fact, gosh, they're now 18 and 20. I'm like, where did the time go? (laughs) Uh, So we're located currently in the Northeast area of Dallas, a little town called Melissa, which is a beautiful area. And I'm glad that we're finally cool from all this Texas heat. (laughs) I joke around and say I'm a recovering financial advisor. I was a registered investment advisor working with corporate 401k plans, and I have transitioned over after going through two years of certification process to be a uh, health and wellness coach and consultant are actually what I like to deem a wellness advisor. Um, So kind of combining all sorts of worlds that I've been in. Wonderful. And you, well, before we get into your story, I have to ask Mm -hmm. you my famous first question. Um, If you could bottle a scent and take it with you wherever you go, what would that scent be? You know, it's kind of appropriate where we're at and we're just now coming into the fall And I just love when you open up the windows and you get that fresh, crisp, cool smell. I'm like, I don't even know what that's called (laughs) or you could really bottle it. But if I could bottle that one up and just, and it's just, it's fresh and it's clean and it's kind of crisp. I would love to take that one with me wherever I go. (laughs) Yes. I love that too. It's just like the new, 
you know, you can kind of push the old cold winter away and here you are in the new, um, yeah. new season. So I love that renewal yeah. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> if you ever bottle that, we'll call it renewal. Okay. There you go. That would be great. It's kind of like a, you know, it's, it's a little bit of fresh cut grass. It's a little bit of yeah. like just crisp air. I don't know. It'd be yeah. great to be able to bottle that one up because it just feels it's invigorating. I love that. Love that. Thank you. All right. So let's talk about your story. You have um, quite an interesting one and there's a couple parts to it, but let's kind of start. You do a lot of what they call obstacle courses. Yes. And I bet they're not the obstacle courses we did when we were kids. No, they're not, but there's a lot of components there, which is really kind of funny. So yes, we do. In fact, we've, uh, we just did one a couple of weeks ago and we're about ready to do one in a couple of weeks. And then we've got a Spartan trifecta coming up at the end of October. So it's quite fun. And it's, I've learned so much from these obstacle courses that I wrote a book about it. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. So, uh, but I mean, as I'm getting older and I'm, I guess I can share that with the audience. I'm 53. I realized that pushing my body and really testing not only my mental and the physical challenges on the fields really has given me a lot of encourage to test things off the fields and push and do things in life, like jump from the financial services to wellness area uh, that I'm not too sure I would have done before. Maybe I would have, but I know it's helped. It's helped push that mindset. Oh, wonderful. So how did you get into doing these? And when you say we, it's your husband and you, correct? Yes. Yeah. We are the the fearless duo (laughs) and actually our kids do them with us as well too, which is really kind of fun. Oh, fun. So, uh, you know, it actually started, it was really kind of, uh, it's an interesting story, uh, at least I find it right. Uh, my husband, we found out in 2014 that my husband had what is called a pineal gland cystic mass sitting in the middle of his brain. And after like five minutes with the neurosurgeon, he's like, yep, we need to take that out. I'm like, wait a minute, what's going on here? Like, so he, in an essence, in March of 2014 had brain surgery. And while he was laid up recovering from brain surgery to get this little cyst out, actually it was a little booger. It was a big cyst, but anyway, to get that out, I had some really great friends from work who were like, Hey, Kelly, come do this thing called the warrior dash. Fortunately, it's not an operation anymore, but I'm like, I'm kind of the type to like, Oh, let's just jump in and do it. Right. And then I turned around and went, wait a minute, what's a warrior dash. (laughs) I had (laughs) never heard of these things before. Like, oh, it's just this little 5K, you know, three miles and about 20 obstacles and you'll have a lot of fun. It's a great time. So with everything that we had going on, because our kids were little at the time, they were like seven and nine and my husband laid up and my back went out on me while I was taking care of him. I don't know. I just needed something like fun and exciting. And so we went out to this dusty field in the outskirts of Tulsa, Oklahoma to participate in this race. And that just planted the seed that my husband needed in order to push through for his recovery. And the kids had so much fun watching because they could only watch us go and do this, that they're like, we want to do one of these. And so it just became this thing with our family where we go out and we play in the mud a few times a year. Love it. I love it. Yeah. My daughter has done a couple of those and yeah, I don't know how you guys do all that. I can walk down the street and that's about it. Um. (laughs) I try to encourage anyone to come and do them with us. In fact, I have two friends who I finally talked them into doing the savage race with us. And that's what we're going to be doing on the The savage race. Yes. (laughs) Oh my. (laughs) They always have great names too. And then of course the obstacles have great names too. So sure. Sure. So what is the hardest obstacle do you think? 
here's a lot of hard ones that I just can't do. There's one in Conquer the Gauntlet called Pegatron, where you have to like put these pegs in and go across the board. And it's so cool when you see like those ninja warriors doing that. Yeah. yeah I drop and do my burpees. I'm like, I'm good. No, that, oh, okay. I'm not going to do that. I can't do that one. One of the hardest ones though I did that I finally did accomplish, it took me three races to do so, was called the Continental Divide. And you think, okay, that's kind of, you know, not so bad, right? Mm -hmm. Well, it was this almost 14 foot wall that you like kind of had an A-frame and you had to grab the rope and climb up the rope and get to the top and get yourself over. But the rope is like connected at the very top of the A-frame. So there's not a lot of play at the very top. Mm -hmm. And as women, we typically don't have a lot of upper body strength. And I didn't understand how to get over this. And uh, it took me a while. The first race, my husband actually ended up tearing his bicep on one of the right on one of the obstacles. So, and it was our first very race after he had gotten um, cleared from bed rest to be able to do an obstacle. So that was kind of disappointing, but he couldn't even get out of it. So I tried and then I'm like, well, if he can't go, I'm not going to go. And that's really a big one as well, too, where people like use other excuses. And I used him as my excuse to not even try. Sure. The second race, he got up to the top. He was healed. He got to the top. And after two tries, I finally got to the top. And I was like in this chicken wing position. And I'm like, seriously, I cannot get over this thing. So he kind of had to drag me over it. Uh, and the third time it was just my daughter and I on one side and my son and him were on the other side. So they weren't at the top to be able to help us. And I got to the top again in this little chicken wing position going, okay, seriously, this sucks. Like I can't get my butt over this. Why am I even here? Like totally about ready to give up on myself. When my daughter from below, who was 12 years old at the time, yelled up, she's like, you got this mom. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have to get over this because if I don't, then I'm not going to be at the top to be able to help her. So uh, I don't know where I figured it out, but I like got my left foot over. I think I ended up pulling my pulling my side, <laughs> like, but I rolled over the top of this thing and I finally got over it so I could help my daughter. And that was kind of also what spurred the thought of these lessons that we're learning because it was in that moment, so amazing how things flash through in your mind and your thinking. And when we were recounting our stories on mm -hmm. our way home that night, it just really hit me how important our actions are and the fact that it was okay for our kids to see us fail, but it's also more important that, that, and it's okay for us to see them see us struggle, but it's also more important too, that they see us go through that and succeed and knowing that our roles and what who we are for our kids and who we are and how we show up for our family and for our, our coworkers and anyone else it's it's a really it, we sometimes don't really recognize the impact that we have right right and what a great metaphor for life really you have this struggle i can't do it you know here's my excuse and then you, you get that confidence, the courage and the confidence, and then you do it. And then you have to do it to help someone else too. I mean, yeah. you know, fill your own cup and then you're helping someone else. So I love that. That's amazing. Thank you. And it's, it's just one of those things that we kind of forget mm -hmm. um, how much it's important to still do things. And like, we don't, we want to be perfect for our kids. We're not perfect. And it's okay for them to see us not perfect. It's because yeah. they need to understand that's part of what life is. Life is not perfect. And it's picking yourself back up and going again. 
and keep trying. And I think that's definitely something these obstacles, my kids have learned on that as well too, because they're they're fearless. They're willing to go out there and try. And I really do credit doing these courses to, to, to that mindset that they have. Wonderful. When I was looking through your, um, your biography and everything, you really kind of stress that just because women or whoever turns 40, doesn't mean they have to stop moving or say they can't do something. And cause look at you, I mean, you're climbing these walls and doing all these obstacles and everything. So I think that's a great example for other women too. I hope so. I think sometimes we give our, we give ourselves excuses. Oh, Mm -hmm. I'm too old. Oh, no, 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 no. And I know sometimes too, that's, that is a a limiting belief, but it creates that limiting belief as well, too. You're giving yourself, it's like our excuse, like, oh, I don't want to even try. Mm -hmm. And you kind of have to step back and say, well, why is it that I don't want to try? Is it that I really just don't want to do it? Like you said, you're like, yeah, I'm not going out there on those obstacle courses. You kidding me? You're not going to find me out there. But you're putting together this podcast for a lot of people. And this is such a beautiful thing that's so beneficial for folks. So mm-hmm. it's it's physical and we do need to maintain our physicality. There's like, we could probably go into a lot of reasons for that, that we do as we get older, we lose, women lose muscle mass much faster than men do, mm-hmm. especially after 50. And when you start to lose muscle mass, that's what pulls the calcium from your bones. And that's what makes us more susceptible to breaks than men. Mm-hmm. So building that muscle is really, really important, even more so for women as we go. Uh, but also just moving your body is extremely important to your health and your well-being. And, you know, you don't have to be crazy like we are, but we love to join you. I mean, please come be crazy with us. We, we have a lot of fun, but yeah. you know, you still need to get out there and do something and move your body. It's really, really important to do so for your overall health and your mental health and just your physical health. Yeah, for sure. And I'm, I'm so bad. I, that is my challenge. I'm not going to say I'm bad. That's my challenge is to move more, but even just going for walks. I mean, we have two dogs. I have to walk those dogs. You know, we have to get out. So um, just something like that is, you know, you don't have to, like you said, go out and do these um, crazy obstacles, but it probably would be very fun if you did. Oh, we have a blast. Come join us. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. Don't hold your breath for me, but (laughs) we'll see what happens. But So you spent a lot of time, just to shift gears a little bit, you were in the financial services industry, and now you are a wellness advisor. So talk to us about that journey. Absolutely. This is, I think, a kind of come home because when I was in college, I actually had a stint as a step aerobics instructor. Now, this is way back in the day. Remember, I'm 53. So like that was when step aerobics was a thing, right? Uh Then I went and said, okay, well, I can't make money being in this, and you know, I tried being a trainer for a little bit. Anyway, so I went in, I was accounting degree and followed the financial path. And so I have been a financial advisor and in the financial services industry for over 20 years and mostly working with corporate 401k plans. So I, what we call as a fiduciary advisor, where we would manage their investment lineup, put together the plan design. And then I would, I do financial coaching and financial education with their employees. So when I was sitting down working with employees, there are two things that negatively impact your later years, whether it be, you want to call it your retirement years or your later years. And that's going to be obviously how much money you have saved in order to be able to replace your paycheck. And the other is your health. And the more unhealthy you are, the more financial strain it puts on you because of the medical side of things. And there are two big things that do impact people's health and their wealth. And that is planning and behavior. 
So I kept trying to figure out how do I marry these two together? I wanted to pull them together and train people and teach people and work, help people have better later years by getting healthy as well as saving the money that they need to save. So I came across the national board certification for health and wellness. I'm like, okay, I can do this. And this, it just gave me the presence or gave me the the path I needed to take. And I discovered that in 2019. And I started my training in March of 2020. Perfect timing, really, honestly, because uh, I used to drive, I would put 30,000 miles on my car every year driving around. And so that time now I was able to sit and devote to my training. So Going through that, I also realized I was with a whole bunch of wonderful people. Some people, you know, were physical therapists, they were personal trainers, they were nutritionists. I'm like, I'm a financial advisor. What am I doing here? <laughs> and it finally dawned on me there's the biggest thing that people are missing is that planning aspect. It's the how do you really plan your wellness? We plan for our financial. There's a way to financially plan, there's a way to plan for our vacation. There's a way to plan for all these other things that we do, but we really don't have a way to plan for our wellness. We take an ad hoc approach. So I've created a program called CAP, get clear, be aware and make a plan. And really the whole point is the fact that the wellness industry is going to be a $7 trillion industry by the year 2025. Wow. A lot. And the obesity industry itself is they are predicting to be a $700 billion industry. So you have to kind of, if you sit down and you look at how much money you're spending on wellness and are you getting what you want from it? A lot of it's not that the wellness products are bad. It's that we've not gone through that thought process yet to figure out, okay, what's that best fit for my life? And so that's what my goal is and what I work with my clients to do. Oh, nice. So how do you figure that out? What is their best plan? The best, well, I take them through this process called CAP, which is we get clear. We get really clear about what it is you're doing, like where, what, where you want to go. What is your objective in life? It's kind of like vision planning. It's taking Mm -hmm. all of that and really getting very solid and what you want to see your future look like. Then we build awareness. And the thing is, you gotta be aware of where you are today. Like you can't just jump in. I've worked with some folks that they jump into one of these really heavy duty workout programs and they're not ready for that. Mm-hmm. And then they quit and then they don't continue any further. And so we really just needed to take a step back and really build a good awareness about where we are today and then make that plan to go the next direction or take that next step and tackle one thing at a time, have little mini 90 day goals to tackle that next thing that you want to do. Cause we've got a lot of great products out there and everything has a purpose, but it's helping you find that best fit so that what, and you can think about that this creative filter of what you like and what you don't like and what your life looks like. Mm-hmm. And then you can take a step back and say, okay, well, this is, I've, I've got kids right now, or I've got this planning, or I want to lose weight, or I want to manage my stress. Pick that thing that you're really wanting to do. And then the filter of what you really like to do, what you don't like and what, how it fits into your life, and then find the product that's going to fit for you. Because there's a thing that happens when you really are active and intent with your product selection, you actually stick with it longer and you see the results that you want to see. 
it's worked for our clients. They've, they just kind of feel, they feel more empowered. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big thing. And everybody's selling you something. And that's not a bad thing because mm-hmm. that just means you have a lot of choices, but yeah. it gets really easy to get caught up in the sales and marketing that they do. And yeah. you think, oh, I'm going to do this, but you're really not ready to do it. So it's right. really just trying to take a step back and figure out what are you really ready to do? And then let's go find it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think a lot of people are oh, going to try this, like you said, and well, they didn't really like it or didn't fit. So they quit, they're done. There's just so much out there that it's, it would be so nice to have someone to help kind of narrow that down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it's overwhelming. And that, and that's the biggest, that I think that's yeah. the biggest thing for all of us. I get overwhelmed as well too. I'm like, Oh, I want to try that. I want to try that. Yeah. Just, yeah we just, and you're like, okay, no, no, no. Just, and it also helps you with that. No, you know how we need to say no more. Uh-huh. Like, no, I'm not going to do that one. I'm going to stick with this because I've already figured out that that's really what I want to try. And it helps you stick with it much better as well too. And then nice. you'll see the results. Yeah. So do you help hold people accountable then when they get to this, oh, kind of backing off maybe or? Yeah, we do. So I have, we go through an eight week program and then we have a 90 day, let's hit your, you know, whatever that is your goal is that you're trying to work on. And so there's accountability check-ins sure. with that. And so you, yes, if you need that accountability, we work through what it is that's going to help you stick with that plan and program for yourself. Wonderful. And it's also building in, remember too, there's like, I've tried a few programs where it's like, you have to do everything every day and yeah. there's some grace built in there. You're not going to nice. be perfect. So just, you know, the okay. whole thing is like, like the 80, 90% rule, like be good 80, 90% of the time, somewhere in there. And, you know, don't let your cheat days or the fall off the wagon days, you know, be too large, but also make sure you just get back on the wagon. You're going to be good. You can run alongside it for a little while and jump back on. You're going to be fine. Sure. Yeah. I love, that's a great analogy to <laughs> run alongside the, like a wagon for a little while. Um, <laughs> that's good exercise too. If you're actually running. There you go. All right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. I'm assuming since the world of zoom now you can work with people virtually as well, or do you just do virtually or do you both in person and virtually, or how does that work for you? Most of it's virtual. And, and we do, we're actually doing this and putting this into a group course to start in November. Ah. So and instead of doing individuals working with more of a group aspect. So okay. I'm looking forward to seeing how that works. Okay. Awesome. Tell us how would people find you if they are interested and want to see about working with you? Absolutely. Thank you. So you can find me at kellymajdan.com and that's K-E-L-L-Y-M-A-J-D-A-N, like Major Dan. And uh, you can, you got all the information out on the website regarding, uh, regarding the program, which is called Design Your Wellness Strategy and then the book and uh, a few other things that I do as well too. for speaking yeah. and, stuff. and tell us the name of your book again. So the book is called Lessons from the Obstacle Course, Five Strategies to Conquer the Muddy Fields of Life. Awesome. And so I'm assuming you talk about your obstacle course experiences and how you can kind of transfer those lessons into life learning. Yes, we do. So I've got a workshop based off of that as well. It's and kind of corporate driven. And I do some keynote speaking on that as well. It's motivational, inspirational type of uh, type of talk. Wonderful. We'll put the link to your website and any other links that um, you would like us to share in the show notes so people can grab those right away. So Kelly, before we say goodbye, is there any one last little bit of information or nugget of knowledge or something maybe we didn't go over that you wanted to make sure we shared today? You know, I do. There's one last thing I really want to hope people think about. Uh, Live life with no regrets. 
I think as we get older, that's one of the biggest things that's really hit me as well too, is, you know, have that rocking chair moment as you're sitting on your rocking chair later on in life. If there's something you've been a little scared or worried to do, if you're sitting on that rocking chair later on, just, you know, with your grandkid or great grandkids discussing what you've done in your life, would it be something that you would be like, gosh, I really wish I had done that. Don't have, I wish I had done moments. Take a look. And if it's something that's on your heart, try to live with no regrets. Because as we get older, we do realize that our time gets a little bit shorter and you are never too old to, to do anything or reset your life. Wonderful. I'm going to leave that right there. I think that's beautiful. So Kelly, thank you so much again for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. This has been fun. Yes. Awesome. Well, we will talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of Midlife with Courage. I hope that it has inspired and motivated you to live your best life. I'm Kim Benoit, a retired registered nurse, a wife, a mom, and now a certified aromatherapist. To learn more about my story and to get some tools to help you on your health and wellness journey, please go to my website, www.midlifewithcourage.com. You'll find lots of great information there. And if you would like to, go ahead and subscribe to my newsletters so that you are always up to date on what's happening. I promise not to bombard you. I usually send out a newsletter once, maybe twice a month. So check that out. Until next time, take care of your beautiful self, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you.